0: My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing Greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I gotta keep moving forward. In business, they say, if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. The topic of today's episode is one that I've been pondering, I've been looking forward to, and I've also sort of been dreading ever since, uh, even before I started this podcast. You would think that as a gym owner, an exercise enthusiast, and a trainer, and and everything else involved in the exercise arena, that I would be really excited about talking about exercise for about 30 minutes on this podcast. When I was putting together the outline for the podcast in general, I knew that at some point I was going to have to cover this subject. Um, I mean, what better opportunity to talk about something that is such a big part of my life? But at the same time, it's very difficult because even as I was sitting down to write this episode, the most difficult thing for me to do is try to boil down everything that I wanted to say on this topic down to something that would fit into about a 25 or 30 minute episode that's hitting the big to- the 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 big general topics and getting the information over and making sure that I present a clear and concise argument for why exercise is so important to somebody who's trying to live through the aggregation of marginal gains. The topic of exercise comes up in this episode because it is number three on our list of the most important daily tasks that we need to master. Just in recap, two episodes ago we talked about sleep, that's number one on our list, then we talked last episode about diet, that's number two on our list, and today we're hitting exercise, and that's number three on our list. The primary reason that exercise falls number three on our list of the most important things that you need to try to master in your life is because, as much as it pains me to say this, exercise is not actually necessary for you to live. At the end of the day, if you don't exercise, I will at least say for a period of time, but probably enough people out there, and science will prove me wrong, that If you don't exercise, you will continue to live a okay, decent, productive life, all right? Maybe even far into old age, um, eating nothing but bacon and drinking soda, all right? It's possible. When we covered sleep two episodes ago, we knew that at some point during your day or during your week or whatever in your life, you will be required to sleep. your body will shut down, and you will be required to sleep. Last episode, we know that you have to eat food and drink water or else you will die in this episode, again, I will admit that if you go home from work and you sit down on the couch, if you wake up in the morning and eat breakfast and then just proceed to sit on the couch, you will live all right just because you don't exercise doesn't mean. That you are going to die. One of the difficult things in promoting exercise to people is that exercise in and of itself is not something that is going to give us an immediate response or immediate results. And I think, in my opinion, that's one of the hardest sells for people for exercise over the long haul. If you were to go to somebody and say, hey, you're going to die in a month if you don't start exercising, and you could put that sort of an immediate automatic result in exercising, then I think you would have an easier time selling people that they need to do an exercise program because they're going to see a more immediate result. But exercising is more like a long-term investment. It's not what we're going to be able to change like next week or over the next month. You might see a little bit of progress, but you're not going to see a ton of progress. What we're looking for is the elongation of our, of our healthy lives over a long period of time that we are really investing in on a daily basis or a weekly basis when we exercise. And even then, it's not even a guarantee. You could exercise for years, you could do CrossFit, which is sort of kind of the underlying promotion of this episode as far as it relates to the aggregation of marginal gains, for years and still have cancer catch up to you, right? It's not a guarantee. It's not like if I just eat this meat, I will live for another day, right? It's not that immediate. So in the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People written by Stephen Covey, I came to understand this concept of exercise as an important but not urgent activity. And so it's important to our lives because if we take the time to invest in it now, it is more likely to give us long-term benefits years down the road. So there's no urgency necessarily to exercise at the immediate moment. And I think, again, that's why a lot of people, one, have a hard time buying into exercising as something necessary to their lives, um, and it is definitely a reason why exercise is ranked number three on the list of the things that you need to master in your life. So let's boil exercise down to the, this, this question of if it's an important but not urgent activity, and it's not something that is going to give us really immediate big time results then why do we need it and so i was starting my own list and then i went onto the internet to look for some other lists that would sort of help me boil this down um and i came up upon a pretty comprehensive 10 part list from healthline.com as to the 10 reasons Why exercise is actually really important and something that you need in your life. So let's just go through those 10 reasons quickly here. One, it can make you happier. Two, it can help you with weight loss and weight maintenance. Three, it will keep your muscles and bones strong, again, especially as we age. Four, it can increase energy levels. Five. It can reduce your risk of chronic disease. Chronic disease is anything like diabetes, heart disease, um, anything that becomes a chronic illness over a period of time that could ultimately end up in death. Number six, it can help you with skin health. Number seven, it can help your brain health and memory. Number eight, it can help you with relaxation and sleep quality. Let's jump back to episodes talking about things that we can do in our lives to help us sleep better. Number nine, it can reduce pain. And number 10, it can promote a better sex life. So when we are discussing how we are going to improve our lives by 1% every day, we need structure, we need consistency and planning and execution and everything else that we've ever talked about on this podcast. However, all of that will be influenced by a lack of sleep and or a bad diet as we've discussed. Additionally, we can have a direct positive influence on our ability to improve through the aggregation of marginal gains by adding exercise to our life. Go back to those 10 reasons that we just talked about, that we just went over and try to find one that you don't think would directly impact your ability to improve your life by 1% every day. So maybe the actual act of exercising itself doesn't provide you with some sort of satisfactory daily result, but knowing that exercise is going to improve your sleep, exercise is going to improve your energy levels, exercise is going to help you fight off chronic disease. Those individual reasons for exercise we can see on a daily basis. If we're trying to take our sleep and we're trying to make it just a little bit better every day, adding exercise is going to help make that sleep a little bit better every day. And that's one way, because I had a better night's sleep last night because I exercised the day before, that I can see how exercise is improving my life by 1%. And we know that through sleep, we become more alert, our memory improves, we become more productive and everything else that a good night's sleep will promote in our lives. Failing to exercise is only going to negatively impact each one of these aspects of our life. If you want to be firing on all cylinders at all times, you need to be exercising. Bottom line, if you want to, be, be, to have the ability to put forth your maximum amount of effort toward achieving your goals, exercise has to be a necessary part of your life because it is going to influence other parts of your life that are going to influence your ability to reach your goals, your ability to continue to be productive. So what is exercise? Right? It's not enough for me just to say, hey, 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 go exercise, right? What is it? How do we define it? According to the Department of Health and Human Services, exercise should be a combination of aerobic exercise and strength training. From there, the answer gets a little bit vague. When exercise started to become mainstream back in, I'll say, like the 1900s, people We're sort of all over the place with trying different things, different exercise strategies, using different equipment. Um, And there was, it it was just sort of a bunch of of trial and error. It started with body weight movements. If you ever get a chance, go back and try to find gyms from the turn of the century into the 19th century. Um, And it just looks like a whole bunch of gymnastics equipment, but that was how people exercised back then. They just used their body weight. And then, they started to add machines, and they thought, well, you know some sort of external weight can help to build muscle, and that can do all these other um, or have all these other benefits. And, and then sort of the more cardiovascular exercises started to kick in, like running as a sport, tennis as a sport, um, maybe rowing or riding your bike for long distances. And then over the years, Exercise science kicked in, and studies have shown that humans don't need just one type of exercise. They don't need just body weight. They don't need just weightlifting. They don't need just cardiovascular movements. In other words, we can't get away with just one of those things. Yes, again, if you just go for a run, if you're just a runner, right, chances are you're going to be generally healthier than an individual who doesn't just run. However, if you do running and some weight training and some body weight training, then you're ultimately going to be even more healthy than the individual who is just running. It's important to combine all three, running or cardiovascular movements, weight training, and body weight. Greg Glassman the founder of crossfit figured this out a couple of decades ago and eventually was able to design a business around it he started personal training in just various gyms like ymcas and la fitnesses and things like that and he would literally have his members doing all of these three different what are called modalities at one time through cardiovascular and and gymnastics and then and then weightlifting And he would get a lot of weird looks and he had some difficult time getting buy-in from his private training clients. But once they did, they saw more results than anybody else. But then the gym would get mad because he had his private training clients moving all over the place and they would fire him and he would have to move on. And eventually he got a big enough following that he started his first CrossFit gym. And then as more and more people Learned about CrossFit, they wanted to start their own CrossFit gyms and off to the races he went with his affiliation. Now, the basic, most fundamental goal of CrossFit is to help you maintain a level of fitness that will allow you to take on anything that life throws at you. CrossFit is considered the first of functional fitness programming. There are other functional fitness programs out there that sort of mimic what CrossFit has created, but the idea is that what you do in a functional fitness program directly impacts your ability to essentially perform at life. So in other words, you're not shying away from things like squatting because in real life you have to be able to stand up and sit down on chairs or get up and, off, up, up and down off of a toilet. You have to be able to pick things up in real life. So you're going to deadlift in the gym, right? There are direct things that you do in the gym that have direct effects to your ability to do things out in real life. And the idea is that over time, as you perform in these functional fitness programs, you're going to be able to continue to function out in your regular life, even as you age and the, your colleagues and friends are starting to break down and not be able to do things that they were once able to do, you should be able to continue to do those things. When Greg Glassman started CrossFit, he knew that humans needed cardio in short and long durations. He knew that they needed the ability to move external weight from their body, and he also knew that humans needed to be able to move their own body weight in space. So, through his program, he eventually boiled everything down to 10 functional skills. And these are the 10 functional skills that are necessary for anybody to function normally in life. And through a proper functional fitness program like CrossFit, you're going to improve on these 10 functional skills. Going through them, number one is cardiovascular endurance, number two, stamina. Number three, strength. Number four is flexibility. Five is power. Six is speed. Seven is coordination. Eight is agility. Nine, balance. And ten, accuracy. Go back and listen to that list a couple of times. There is no other fitness goal that would fit into this list And there's no other fitness goal in your life that won't include one of the items on this list. If you're trying to be an all-around better person, none of these skills is going to be more important than the others. None of them can be excluded off of the list. Each of the skills will improve your life, and there's nothing else in the world that is going to improve all those 10 skills. So for example, if you are a runner, yes, you're going to be able to improve some of these skills, right? So your stamina is going to increase, your cardiovascular endurance is going to increase, but not your overall strength because your upper body is potentially going to get weaker because you're not using that for your exercise program. Same thing if you're a long distance runner, your power is going to be very low, Oftentimes when we have runners, long-term runners come into the gym, their flexibility is very poor, right? Because all they've ever done is move feet, hips, and knees in one plane of motion, forward and backward. And then to try to get them to move laterally or medially medially, uh, becomes a really big issue because their flexibility is so bad. All right, so we sort of start here now with a definition of exercise. As I said a few moments ago, what is exercise? Well, exercise is something that is going to improve those 10 basic skills. In order to do so, you need to exercise cardiovascular movements, weightlifting movements, and body weight movements. In order to effectuate change in the body, You need to work on all of these skills at least three times a week. Now, it's recommended that you move up to four or five times a week as you get used to it, but you need to do it at least three times a week. And you shouldn't need to work out for more than an hour. There are other fitness programs out there that you will get benefits from. Sometimes those programs might be more or less than an hour. You should be able to fit your program into an hour. There is no other fitness program out there other than functional fitness programs that will maximize your results in all these areas at one time. Additionally, everything you do in CrossFit and other functional fitness programs is recordable. And that's important because that's another way that we can start to see Our progress over a short period of time is by recording our results. I'm going to continue to harp on running because it's an easy one. Let's say that you go out and you go for a run every morning. Well, what is that run going to be? Is it a two mile run? Is it a five mile run? Is it a half hour run? What are you recording? Or are you just running like down to a certain point around the block and you come back? But everything you do. In a functional fitness program, doesn't just improve those 10 fundamental skills that we've gone over, but they're also recordable. So, when we're trying to get 1% better, and that 1% better might include our fitness programs, we need to have something that is observable, measurable, and repeatable. So that way, we have a standard by which we can maintain, and through the maintenance of that standard, we know whether we are getting bigger, faster, stronger over a period of time. If I can back squat 200 pounds today and in six months maintaining the same standard, I can back squat 210 pounds. I know that I'm getting stronger. I've improved by 1%. Maybe that's more than 1%. I don't know. But the point is you've improved through the aggregation of marginal gains by trying every day to increase your ability to squat a little bit Heavier. All right. So you're improving your life a little bit more every day. You are gaining the benefits of exercise, those 10 benefits that we went over at the beginning of the episode. You're improving those 10 fundamental skills that we went over a couple of minutes ago. And it all can be done in only one hour a day in a way that is trackable so that you can see how you're getting bigger, faster, stronger over a period of time. I challenge you to find another exercise program that is better for the aggregation of marginal gains. The quote for this week comes from, of course, Greg Glassman, the creator of CrossFit. This one's going to be a little bit long, but bear with me. Greg Glassman boiled fitness down to 100 words. And those 100 words are quote, eat meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. Keep intake levels, t- sorry, keep intake to levels that will support exercise but not body fat. Practice and train the major lifts. Deadlifts, cleans, squats, presses, clean and jerks, and snatch. Similarly, master the basics of gymnastics. Pull-ups, dips, rope climb, push-ups, sit-ups, presses to handstand, pirouettes, flips, splits, and holds. Bike, run, swim, row, etc. Do it hard and fast five or six times per week. Mix these elements in as many combinations and patterns as creativity will allow. Routine is the enemy. Keep workouts short and intense. Regularly learn and play new sports. End quote. If you are not currently exercising, get out and start. It is always easier once you get out and start. Guys, we'll talk to you next time here on The Stronger Revolution.